Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, June 2nd, 2020. I'm Sarah Lane. Cisco CEO Chuck Robbins announced in a YouTube video that the company will postpone Cisco Live, which was scheduled to start on Wednesday. Robbins said that, quote, people across the U.S. and the world are dealing with so much pain, frustration, and anger. We want to give you space this week to do what you need to do within your own organizations and communities. Sony is also postponing its PlayStation 5 event that was scheduled for Thursday, June 4th, due to ongoing protests as well. The company's official account tweeted, quote, While we understand gamers worldwide are excited to see PS5 games, we do not feel that right now is a time for celebration, and for now, we want to stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. Sony didn't give details on a new date for the PS5 event. EA also delayed its Madden NFL 21 event scheduled for Tuesday, and Google has delayed its Android 11 beta announcement. Google did announce new features for its Pixel line of Android phones. Adaptive battery predicts when your battery will run out. The Recorder app now has Google Assistant integration. New features for bedtime are designed to help you sleep better. And the Personal Safety app gets more features as well. Google also rolled out bedtime tools in Android itself last month, but today's new bedtime tab in the Clock app is exclusive to Pixel phones, coming to all Android phones later this summer. Apple released iOS 13.5.1 to the public Monday following last month's release of iOS 13.5, which the company says provides new important security updates, including a patch for the vulnerability used by the Uncover jailbreak. Apple also released watchOS 6.2.6 to the public, iPadOS 13.5.1, and updates to both HomePod and Apple TV. Samsung's 43-inch 4K QLED Ciro TV that rotates between landscape and portrait modes is now on sale in the U.S. for $2,000 and the U.K. for £1,600. The Ciro was previously available in Korea, but back at CES 2020, Samsung did announce it would be bringing the TV to the U.S. and other global markets. If you have a compatible phone such as Samsung's own Galaxy phone, you can tap it against the TV's frame and launch screen mirroring, and the TV will automatically rotate to match the phone's orientation. You can also use a remote voice command or the SmartThings app to manually rotate the TV, and AirPlay 2 is also supported. New data from Gartner shows global sales of smartphones declined 20.2% in the first quarter of 2020 due to the global coronavirus pandemic. Samsung's smartphone sales declined 22.7% in that first quarter, but the company kept the number one spot with 18.5% of the market. Huawei recorded a decline of 27.3% year-over-year to 42.5 million units, but was still in the number two position with 14.2% of the market. Apple's iPhone sales declined 8.2% to 41 million units, and Oppo's smartphone sales fell 19.1%. Strong sales of Xiaomi's Redmi devices actually led the company to a gain over Q1 of 2019, the only top five company to do so. AT&T confirmed to The Verge that its HBO Max streaming service will not contribute to AT&T's traditional data caps and soft data caps on unlimited plans, but competing services like Netflix or Disney Plus will. A Verge source says that HBO Max is using AT&T's sponsored data system, which technically should allow any company to pay to excuse its services from data caps, which would mean it's HBO Max's expense and AT&T Mobility's revenue in this case. And without net neutrality in the United States, AT&T is allowed to do this. 
And finally, the New York Times reports a lawsuit filed on behalf of publishers Hachette, HarperCollins, John Wiley and Sons, and Penguin Random House is suing the Internet Archive over its library of free ebooks, claiming that the Internet Archive should not be allowed to have 1.3 million titles up for free for anyone to download. Previously available to one borrower at a time, back in March, the archive lifted that restriction to serve displaced learners amidst the coronavirus pandemic. Internet Archive founder Brewster Kale has defended the Internet Archive actions, saying that it was practically acting as a digital library while public libraries were inaccessible, and that any author who wants their work taken down can get in touch. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all our headlines there as well. I'm Sarah Lane. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.